We just put them in the basement. I've been down there. There's a lot of hiding places in that basement. Alright, rapist. This yeah. guy's raping everyone. Alright, new vinyl countdown from uh, Lot 16. And Joel's still not here. He might come home tonight. He's coming home tonight, so he might be here, or he might not. All right, so what we were just talking about, bad teeth on Asians. Apparently, oh, it's, uh, it's Picard, Craig, Mike, and Keith. So uh, back Hello. in the 80s, I heard that you could be like a pop star in Japan and have terrible teeth, and it was fine. 70s and 80s, like, they didn't care at all. But we've westernized them too much, and now they expect... Fuck yeah, we have. ...minor <laughs> amounts of... Of beautifulness. Do you think we've westernized them enough that their vaginas have turned the right uh, angle? Only one, way to find out. Only one way to find out. So, yeah, the other thing we're talking about is Niggas of the Future, aka the white man. <laughs> AKA the best band name ever. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that would be an awesome band name, Niggas of the Future, just because my initial thought was like, oh man, it's the future and we still got racism, unbelievable. But then Mike pointed out that the real ends of the F will be will be us. We're, we're going down hardcore, gentlemen. You could do that, call a band ends of the F and then like at a show when somebody asks you, you can be like, oh, niggas of the future. Yeah, because no one, over. <laughs> who could ever guess what that means? Like, ends, maybe? They'd be suspicious, but they would never know what of the F means. Yeah. That's good. Ends of the F. That's going to be the name of this episode. I was just thinking that. <laughs> oh yeah, so I started putting pictures on our website. Yeah, yeah I noticed. So that's the thing now, is like, I don't think we'll be able to find pictures for all the old episodes, but we're gonna need pictures now for every episode. So, so we need some niggers, some futuristic niggers for this episode. <laughs> yeah. Niggers well, in space suits. Oh, that was just me, I, this, is, this is the perfect segue. Sorry, I got to tell you guys this. I was trying to download an episode of The Sopranos. This is back like 2003 or something. When I downloaded it, it wasn't actually The Sopranos. It was some old black and white movie called Gay Niggers from Outer Space. <laughs> I've heard of that movie. <laughs> so I've I have it. it. Too. I was like, I have it on my computer. I'm like, I can't delete this. I've never watched it. You, you still have it? I still have it Amazing. kicking around somewhere. Yeah. Nice. So anyway, that's the niggas of the future right there. How old is it? Like, is it black and white because they didn't have money? Or was it in, from the days of black and white? I think it's because they didn't have money. Yeah. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's like, the niggas I, don't have money. <laughs> that would be, I'm sure white guys made that movie. It had to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, yeah, pictures. Yeah, so... But I don't want to just do like Google image searches for lame shit for our pictures. Like I think we got to go out of our way. Someone has to take pictures every time of where we are, even if it's just shit on the table, you know, whatever. We got to get a picture of Keith because of how badass he is for giving us all this awesome shit. Yeah, other Keith, we should say. This is other Keith's bar that he works at. He's other Keith. I'm original Keith this time. We got to start making this a routine. This is going to be part of the continuing art experiment that is the Vinyl Countdown. Is now going to be visual arts photography. Speaking so, of the website, new stuff yeah. of the website though. Yesterday, Mike and I just we started the the mustard dictionary. So, what is uh, this now? New mustard terms. So we know we all know mustard blocker is uh, a term for the vagina because the chicks will use their vagina to to lure you away from the mustard that you want for your. Your hamburgers. Don't even get me started. Right. Although, although mustard blocking has become cock blocking, even though it would be vagina blocking, it, it's got it's already it's already growing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we decided to start putting some other terms together. There's the mustard walk, which is the walk home from the bar with a mustard blocker, <laughs> to uh, proceed to mustard docking. Which is the insertion of the phallus into the mustard blocker. Now, I guess the real question is, is there any term we can't just put mustard in front of? No. <laughs> 
I think the the uh, so far the list is every, things that rhyme with block. Block is right. basically everything on the list. There's a mustard mustard. mustard shock, which is when you've gone too long without a mustard blocker, <laughs> and you go into shock. But then there's also the mustard shocker, which is two in the pink, one in the stink. I see. Yeah. So that really is just a shocker with mustard put in front of it. Mustard cock? Is that a thing? I thought about mustard cock and I was like, I don't really know what that means. Shemale. They have that, yeah, in like Japanese oh, yeah. porn. Or uh, Japanese cartoon porn. Have you ever yeah. seen that where they got the cock with an actual vagina in the yeah, yeah, base yeah, yeah. of the cock? Yeah. You could probably make that. Back yeah. So yeah, we're going to stick cock. that up on the website. We've got, I don't know, there's maybe what, 10 or 15? Nice. The glossary? I like that. So Mr. Mike. Mustard Mike, you went to Las Vegas. That was a bit of a shock because I was just like, hey dude, what are you doing tomorrow? And you're like, oh, I'm in Vegas. <laughs> I was like, what? What the fuck? So tell us all about that. The beautiful Sin City, yeah. <laughs> I was, um. Oh, the movie? No. Sorry, go on. I, wasn't, I didn't go to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be harder to arrange to get that back in theaters and watch it than to go to Vegas. That's true. We went to New York the weekend before. And so my friends were trying to convince me to go, and I was just kind of like, nah, you know, I went to New York, and I got work, and stuff like that. And then, when we got back from New York, they were still trying to convince me, and I was just like, ah, fuck it. Flights were cheap. They they already had a hotel room and everything all organized, so yeah, I was just like, whatever, go for the weekend. So yeah, that's what happened there. So it was last minute to me, too. I bought my tickets on Friday and left on Saturday, so it was very, very last minute. So were you the I like cheese of the group? Did you sleep on the floor? Uh, yeah, we, we got a cot. We ordered a cot. Because in New York, the room was way too small to get a cot in there, but... And, and treat people, we didn't care enough about cheese to get a cot. That's true. Yeah, well, I... So yeah. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. So yeah, I went to, I went to Vegas. So have you been before, or is that your first time? No, I think that was my third time, fourth time, maybe. How many musters did you dock with? <laughs> none, none in Vegas. So I don't know, sell me on Vegas. I've never been, and I can't see ever going. But. It's very warm, no. and humid, or dry. The weather was actually, yeah, it wasn't too bad because of the time of year. But yeah, it's very, it's really nice. I mean, you're, you know, you just started that story with what the weather was like, right? Yeah. <laughs> he started it. Picard started it. So okay, let me start this. Can I start the story off? Can I start it off on the airplane? Can you just let me talk, please? Can I please talk? Damn it! <laughs> I want to start it from the beginning. All right. Well, that's no fun. I want you to start from the middle and then work outwards, like a spiral. Yeah, like, like a Tarantino adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna freak this out. I'll be right back. Just go away. Alright, so tell us about your story. I'll keep going quick. Alright, go. I gotta wait for him to come back, so I'll dance in the meantime. No, no, don't wait for him to get back. He'll just Mike's ruin. had one beer and he's dancing for the audio podcast. He'll just ruin your story. This is all gonna get edited out anyway. Watch this. I doubt it. It wouldn't have to get edited out if you'd fucking behave and tell I, the story. I thought we were waiting for him so he could hear the story. So, anyways, no. you went to Las Vegas. You sucked a lot of dicks. <laughs> sucked no. a lot of dicks. No, you sucked honestly a have, lot of dicks. You honestly have no idea how many dicks I sucked. I don't even know where to where to begin. On the website, we're gonna put. I'm gonna Photoshop a picture of your face next to a dick now. Of course you are. Dick sucking? It's not as bad as you might think. It's actually. I would assume. What, what's a dick in the mouth taste like? Where is he? He left. Did you go to staff only? He went into the washroom. Yeah. To. Talk to Joel. Like if we stop because recording, it's so loud in here. We stop talking every time Keith goes hey, to the dude. bathroom. Like this is gonna take forever. This guy's just eating all our peanuts. This guy's eating all our peanuts. He's the one who gave us peanuts. <laughs> we didn't even ask for them. That's how awesome he is. And shots. 
Yeah. How do you say we murder these people that are in here so we can get some quiet? Oh, we can totally get away with it. Keith would have our back. And when I say Keith, I mean uh, other Keith who's working the bar that we are at right now. Like, we could totally stuff their bodies in the wall or something for the drape to find. We just put them in the basement. I've been down there. There's a lot of hiding places in that basement. All right, rapist. This yeah. guy's raping everyone. They keep saying yes, so not really. I doubt they keep saying they, yes. They can't resist. Is that what your fiance says? Yeah. She's, she's gonna hear you saying that. That I rape everyone? Yeah. Or I don't rape everyone because they all say yes? Yeah, but you're implying that. You know fine. what I'm saying. I'm sure she'll get it. She knows. I'm you're sure. a player. You're playing her. You're playing her for a fool, Craig. That's... You're gonna break her heart, aren't you? That's your whole plan, to break your fiance's heart. Yeah. You propose to her, and now you are gonna break her heart. Well, you put it on the internet. I was gonna wait for the fucking wedding, but now she knows. Well, I couldn't let you go through with it. That is just cruel, Craig. You're a good friend. I just want a banger. I've never seen her. I would I too. I don't know what she looks like. I haven't seen her either yet. I've never met her. She's probably a troll. I'm sure she's nice. I'm sure, yeah. No, I guess, Craig has good standards. I trust Craig. I do. I do have high standards. Yeah. But I was just thinking, that reminded me of an idea. Do you think anyone in the history of time has ever, like, you know, like, when they, on movies, is like, you know, do you take this man? I do. This woman? I do. Do you think anyone's ever backed out in that moment? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they do it in movies all the time. Yeah, but in movies, like, how often do you think that happens? It's probably happened at least once. At least. Yeah, okay, I guess. Maybe it's once like or twice. scissoring. Yeah. I'm I kind of want to try to scissor. I've never gotten in that position before because why? This doesn't seem to be a point. But now I, now I want to do it. Is your mom free? No, she costs the bed. I just called his mom a whore. See what I'm saying? Holy crap. This is, uh, Fred, uh, didn't he say I'll be, right, I'll be back uh, in a second? Maybe he's shitting. Or puking. Maybe he had that shot in uh, that quarter beer and. It's enough. Put hey, where's edge. Brad? <laughs> oh, yeah. Quarter beers. Um, yeah, why don't you say something? Hey, Mike, you're funny. Tell these people a joke. <laughs> oh, man, that's another thing I gotta get into. Yeah. Carl being the awkwardest human alive. <laughs> Tell us. All what right. did Carl do? I'll get back to Vegas later. Broccoli but, Carl, right? Yeah. yeah. Saskatchewan Sam. Sam. Yeah. So, what did he do? He was at my place. He blew you, right? Got, I no, come on. Do you want me to talk or do you want to just talk over me constantly? The, the latter. Okay, well, go ahead. I'll just let you talk. Well, you have to talk so I can talk over you. I see. So tell us your story. Uh, no, it's okay. I'll just eat french fries. No. What are these called? Peanuts. That's right. Legumes. Yeah. Legumes. All right, so tell us about uh, your friend, your best friend in the whole wide world who you'd let move in with you if you could. There's... Tell us now. Man. drunk. I'm not drunk at all. I just took a mega dump. You just walk in and all of a sudden it's like... <clears throat> Well, you know, I had to shit real bad. You guys know what that's like, right? Yeah, it's and happened once or twice the day before. It's awesome. Never. So, Carl, Saskatchewan Sam, go. Yeah, he was at my place last week. and I've announced, of course. He always is. Yeah, pretty sure it was. Pretty sure it was a call. When he, he called you there. from, like, the parking lot or whatever, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. that, that really is kind of uncool. <laughs> you can't just totally just drop in when... And he's from far enough away that you can't turn him away, you know? Yeah. Or you just not answer your phone. I was gonna... I was, he wanted to go out and just, like, whatever, go to some bars or whatever nearby. And then uh, my other friend Damon want, wanted to do something, too. So I was like, all right, well, I'll go out. You know, normally I probably... A girls' night out. Yeah, girls' night out. Normally I wouldn't want to necessarily subject my friends to Carl because he's a little erratic and random. So, but, you know, Damon wanted to come out, so I was like, all right, whatever, we'll go. And so, yeah, we were walking around. We went to eat at one place, and then he was, like, totally being totally weird and hitting on the waiter and waitress, sorry. 
and does, then, does he listen to this show? Is this fine? I'm assuming he must. I don't think he does. He has to learn. Even if he does listen, he's got to learn that his behavior is inexcusable. Yeah. The thing is, it's, maybe I should. Maybe I'm supposed to be more like him. Like he's no shame with talking to girls, but I feel like there's a happy medium between me and him where everyone should be. So I'm not really shitting on him, but to me, he kind of lives in a fantasy world that I could never, ever live in. He'll be ta- he was talking to her, and, and he ended up asking for her number, and it was just super awkward for me because we barely talked to her. He just asked the number of a waitress that he barely knows. Did know? he get it? Yeah. Well, so it wasn't the necessarily the, act, the real number. The no, super- he texted her, back, texted her at some point, and she never replied, so I'm sure she had no interest. So in- the super awkward thing he did was hit on a chick. Oh, there's more. No, oh, there's more. Okay. So then we, we were like, let's go to another bar or whatever after. So we were walking around, and then Damon and I just wanted to go to a bar, like a pub, and sit and talk, like how humans do, right? <laughs> and that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. And so we were walking, and then he was like, oh, he saw, there were some girls sitting in the street smoking. And he was, like, talking to them. They were sitting outside some clothing sale. And he was like, let's go in there. It's a clothing sale. <laughs> and he went inside, and he was like, hi. And he was all dressed in, like, a suit. He was like, hello, I'm Carly. Like, introduce himself to people. In the sales, me and Damon were just like, like, do you want to go? We were like, should we just leave? This is the awkwardest thing ever. And he was like, hello, I'm Carl. How are you? Have a, I hope you're having a good day. He was like introducing himself to people. And we were like, this is so weird. What a fucking weirdo. And we couldn't wait to leave. And finally when we left, we were, I was just like, that was weird, Carl. And he was like, and he was, and he, he, the way he always is just like, tries to explain to me how I should be more like him. And how it's so easy to talk to people and be open like that. And I was just like, I don't know. That was just weird. And then finally we left, and we were trying to go to another place, another bar. Again, Damon and I wanting to go to a regular bar, and him wanting to do weird things. So we walked past an art gallery, and he was like, art gallery, let's go in there. And it's never an option. It's never like, hey, do you guys want to go in there? It's like, he walked in, and we were like, oh, fuck, I guess we're going to the fucking art gallery in the middle of the night. So we went in there, and then that's when that thing happened that you were saying about before, where he was like, he was like, hey, this is my friend Mike. He's the funniest guy ever. Hey, Mike, tell them a joke. Yeah, oh, that's the some women, right? <laughs> yeah, two girls. And I was just like, oh, my God. Did you start with, like, a Jew or a Nazi joke? Or like, no, I was just rape? like, I got... I, I, rape jokes always work. Trust me. You know what? I could have... But even, easily... even that, if someone asked you just tell a joke, what would you say? You can't. It's, it's the worst. No yeah. one has a joke in their mind you can just say. You're set up for failure at that point. I, and it's I, happened, I, that's happened to me before. And I would just blur worst. out raping clowns. <laughs> I would have... You know, in retrospect, I was like, I could have used that opportunity to make a joke about all weird Carl is and they would have got it immediately because I'm sure they knew but we were, me and them were probably on the same page with where Carl stands <laughs> you're just like, like this guy right yeah. maybe raper weirdo <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so anyway, that was just my story about so that was verbatim what happened he would swear up and down that like I'm not open enough and I need to learn how to be more like him that's weird right can you guys tell me if that's weird or where, where do you guys stand well, well, I'll like, be honest yeah, you, you are a little shy but <coughs> yeah, yeah everyone could stand to be more like I'm, I am, confident I am. when approaching women but at the same time that's fucking weird yeah I, I wouldn't go around the store and introduce myself to everyone like, oh I'm Carl nice to meet you hope you're having a good day and honestly it was nothing but a sale clothing sale it was at night so it was a little weird that the store was open but it was just a sale people were shopping like it wasn't a party yeah, yeah. On, on the surface, there's things that are admirable about that, but but it just I think he's he's com- autistic. Exactly, he's like he's coming at this from a socially awkward person's perspective of like I'm not gonna be shy, I'm gonna be so not shy. 
too much. Yeah. Like it maybe, makes maybe it, Kyle's someone who should be shy. <laughs> it's like yeah, well, this is like the shy version of not being shy. Like let's just fucking supercharge it, nitro power. I can't ever question what I'm doing. I can't ever go halfway. I gotta be just like boom, super extrovert, like to the point where that becomes weird, you know. And, and he does okay with with the ladies. Um, and, and what he tells me is that, and I think this is true, but I can't be this person where he's just like, it's like a numbers game, you know? If you ask for 10 numbers and you get three of those 10, then you're doing pretty good. And I was like, I guess, you know, that's, I could probably do that. If I was, if I had no shame, I could do that and I could get three numbers. I, I don't get why people want numbers anyways. Either I'm going to fuck them right now tonight, or I don't care. Someone else will fuck me. I think you understand that not everyone thinks like you. But, <laughs> yeah. I'm not Saskatchewan. But why, if you're looking for a relationship, why would you want three numbers? Well, maybe he is. He is. Why would you want three numbers though? He's why dating. would you pick He's the dating. person that's that you want to be that you think would be a like? That's the point of dating, right? It's you, ridiculous. You meet to me. people, you hang out with them, you learn if they're. But just to meet someone match. at total random yeah. is such a bad way to start dating somebody. Yeah, that's, that, yeah well, that's true too. I mean, does someone is your waitress and you're like, this could work? Yeah. <laughs> that's not she a knows good how basis. To bring yeah, food. What's the thought behind that? But you would need her number. Like, oh, how's yeah. that ever going to turn out? Like. The other super weird thing about that waitress was like, we, so she she was talking to us and then she left. She had a penis. And then, <laughs> that is weird. And then we were like, Does well, he still have that number? Yeah. <laughs> we were like, This guy is gay. <laughs> I, want a, I want a mustard cock. Yeah. Someday I'll find my mustard cock. And then we were like, you know, how old do you think she is? And, you know, I guess like 34 and then, I think, or I guess 36 and then David guess 34 and then Carl, whatever, something else. And it turned well, out she was 30. Like, we, we, like she just time, you know, Time wasn't God, too kind yeah. on her, and she looked older than she was. But then, for some reason, Carl decided to bring all of this up when she came. Oh my God! And he was like, "We were just talking about how old were you? He thinks you're this." And, he, and I was like, "Oh, jeez, uh, nice." I, yeah. I, I even told him before drinks. that. I told him I was like, "There's no need to mention this to her," because I had a feeling he was. He did anyway. Yeah. When you're when you're guessing a woman's age, you look at like what decade it is. So if you think she's in her 30s, you guess 28. Yeah, totally. It's always what you say. But to her face, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even to her face, not us yeah. And even that can be wrong sometimes. Like, you ever do that and then the chick's 25 and you're like oh man thank god I didn't say what I really thought <laughs> holy fuck well it's never happened I've always been able to undershoot it nice but yeah no that's the thing is yeah like there's more to it than just just willingness to talk to somebody that's that's not enough then you gotta make sure the things you say are charismatic ridiculous. charming yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that does sound weird did yeah. you uh, did you hear Bailey J got implants? No way, really. Yeah, I gotta look that up. I, they're like ridiculously big now. It's kind really? of it's kind of disappointing. I see that. Yeah, again, that sounds great, right? Just to say it, but yeah, it could be horrible. It could yeah. be it could go awful. It's like so. she has to buy all new clothes. Right. Oh man, I got the internet at home now. Ah, I'm looking that up when I get back. Just, oh. look, just look up her Twitter because I don't think she's actually done any porn since then. But right. Man, just today I was editing the last. I was like, if we're gonna record a new episode, I should finish editing the last episode. I really got to get two monitors because I had my editing thing, and then I had in a little window uh, myfreecams.com with just some chick uh, yeah. getting naked. I was <laughs> like, this is amazing. The internet. Wow. The life. This is the life. I went without it for so long. But yeah, going back to like the uh, so the dating thing, the the numbers game or whatever. I was thinking about that today, about my whole, like, uh, not hooking up with random people stuff, which part of it is just I'm uncomfortable with it, I'm shy, whatever. But also, part of it is just, like, my my junky response is I've never, I guess I've only made out with chicks. I've never taken it to the point of actually fucking them. Like, I've never had a one-night stand. No, I guess not. Uh, one that almost, but didn't really count. 
And uh, you couldn't get it up, could you? Well, like, I didn't. It wasn't the first night. Like I knew her a little oh, bit, okay. but I didn't really. But uh, so maybe if I actually went through with it, I'd be like, "This is the best. What's the matter with me?" But to me, what just sets my brain on fire? What is like my my fucking what gives me a my boner <laughs> is it's totally the 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 brain romance relationship part of it. If some chick decides I'm the best dude and she likes me better than everybody else, man, that just that's the best feeling ever. Like, that is great, but then like you're so few and far between, like well, I, that's true though. That's that's the problem, I guess. But yeah, like you have to know. understand the difference between like being in a relationship and having regular sex and just like going out and fucking someone you don't care about. But I feel like she I, doesn't care about you either. I feel like I just care about that so little. It doesn't even matter if I do it or not. You know, I mean, it's like if it's just some chick who's gonna go, who would have banged someone else instead. I'm like, well, then what's the point of that? Like, but again, I haven't. Uh, gone all the way with it. Maybe. Orgasm is the yeah. point of that. Yeah, once I come in some some slunts, sliz, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, what's the matter with me? I'm so stupid. You'd be writhing around on the couch, just complaining drunkenly to your roommates. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, just yeah. If, if the chick didn't would go fuck somebody else instead of me, I'm just like, I don't need that. That's uh, that doesn't get me off. You know, that's not the thing. I don't know, but that's pretty much every chick ever, though. Like, they're always going to fuck someone else yeah. if you're not with them. If you weren't here, they would fuck someone else. Well, exactly. yeah, but maybe not that day. Well, not you that know? day, yeah, right. Yeah, like, you know. I think what Keith wants is he just wants a nice woman. He can romance her. He can spread rose petals all over the blanket he has laying on the floor <laughs> in his bedroom, <laughs> in his spot, where other people would have a bed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just on the floor. <laughs> Someone who doesn't judge him for having two pairs of pants. <laughs> One of which has no buttons. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing those on tonight. <laughs> uh, we gotta get you new pants. Yeah, see, my other pants still smell like uh, fire because I was hanging out by a bonfire the other day. And I was like, I, just oh, I thought you were going to say because you hadn't washed them since your fire a year ago. <laughs> yeah, right. well, almost because I was going to say the other day. It was actually last week, but I ran out of laundry detergent and money. I, all I had left was my roll of quarters that were for laundry, and I used them to buy bread and soup the other day. And that was the saddest. I was at the grocery store right by here, the low food, whatever the fuck. And uh, it was only $3.26, and I knew I had $6 in my account, so I was like, interact please, and it was declined for whatever reason, I'm just like, oh, I'm very sorry, hold on, I've got a roll of quarters. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so embarrassing, <laughs> just ridiculous. I would murder myself right then, I would just leave it there and just run, and just book it out of there. And I forgot to bring my, my coupon for the free ice cream, so... <laughs> so. Oh, it was the saddest. And that was, and then that same day, it was Sunday, I called my mom because I was going to be like, you know, hey, it's the, it's the new month, I got to pay rent, I don't have any money. And she wasn't home. And <laughs> it's like, oh man. And that's because of my 7 Eleven, excuse me, my 7 Eleven phone card that has like a dollar thirty left on it. But that's like 15 minutes. I was like, sweet, I forgot I had this. 15 minutes, that's enough to call my mom. Because I can't call her normally because my prepaid phone only has like four bucks on it. And it's like a dollar fifty a minute if I call long distance. And oh man, it's ridiculous. It's all, the wheels are coming off this thing, man. I got nothing. Well, Craig, you know, 
Yeah, the wheels are coming off this thing. It was good having Keith as a roommate. Yeah, do you feel confident <laughs> in my ability to continue paying rent? Yeah. No, luckily then I emailed my mom and yeah, she's right. She's like, oh yeah, it was busy on Friday. I forgot. <laughs> you piece of shit. Here you go. Yeah, no, our super is like really cool about paying rent late if you let her know like that you can't make it quite on time. That's right. like Your no mom's just set up like an automatic like bill payment to your account or something. So yeah, you have checks now. Yeah, yeah, I finally got some checks. So there we go. Yeah, big big boy. Checks, yep. power thing. Things are happening. Totally. Electricity. Utilities yeah. in his name. Uh, what was I was listening to some song the other day? How'd it go? Oh yeah, waiting. Oh, I guess that's what I have to end the, the episode with. Always waiting for the beat to kick in, and it never does. That's my life, man. That's my life. I'm just waiting for that beat to kick in. Niggas of the future. It never does. <laughs> Ends of the F, man. Ends of the F. That's the radio name. I don't know. See, I'm sure. I don't know. I just figured I'd move here and I'd video edit or something. But then I realized I hate it. And now it's like I'm in this awkward position where I'm like 31. I have no job. Yeah, but that's the thing. I could easily get a job, but it's going to be a shitty job. It's going to be like coffee shop or fucking grocery store or some dumb thing. And it's like, why do that? What's the point? Like, I don't need jobs anymore. I need some kind of career type thing. But oh, yeah, an occupation. Yeah. Because in the meantime, I mean, I'm in poor as balls. In the meantime. Back. Yeah, I don't know. In the meantime, my mom will just she'll pay my rent, and I don't have any extra money. But, but I just I don't want to get a shitty, dumb job. It's just such a waste of time. Like when I'm an old man, I'll be like, why did I even do that? Why did I work at the coffee shop? I'm 31. Like, there's no value in that anymore. Yeah, but are you actually looking for a job in a career though? Like, or... well, no, because I don't even know what what like what what am I even looking for, man? I don't know. I'm adrift, dude. My only my only plan at all is. Uh, your daycare scene Yeah, work, work at like a daycare, but I don't need to rush into this shit. Like, this will be like, you know, in the next two or three years, like... <laughs> that's a horrible plan. I think rushing into shit's a horrible plan. Like, that's that's the worst. Like, because I don't... I don't you can either to. wait two or three years and be poor the entire time, or get a job now. Well, that's the other thing, is I, I wouldn't be doing, like, the daycare thing for money. That's not the point of that, you know? But so. money is a good side benefit, right? But if there was no, very little money, I'd still do it. That's how I know that's something I would like to do. Well, if you have no credentials to bring to the table, it's going to be very little money. Right? Well, I won't be working at a daycare anytime I soon. I, mean, I would not That would be a slow process. You've got to wait for the statute of limitations to work out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's going right. to take a little time. Right. Especially with my continued rapings. <laughs> it just gets worse and worse. Yeah, your own worst enemy at this point. <laughs> and the children's worst enemy too. That's something I've ever brought this up on this show is I always think this with chicks is like if you could just give a chick a cock for like a week and by cock I just mean metaphorically make them understand what our sex drive is like. Oh, okay. Uh, just like... Because I can give a chick a cock for a week. <laughs> oh! oh! He's talking Ooh. about sexual intercourse. Whoa. He's That's talking about banging. Uh, Mustard knocking. We talking about fucking. But like, if... And this is the wrong thing to say for my future as a fucking childcare worker. But if you could make a chick understand that like, you know, you walk by a high school and a hot 16-year-old walks by and you want to bang her... You know, like, that's how we think all the time. That's, if they understood how much we were repressing to make society work, yeah. <laughs> you know, I just think they would be get off our tits like crazy. They have no idea. Oh, women's sex drives are the same as men. Fuck you, they are. They yeah. are not. Yeah. That's, that's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Stop lying, Katie Kaboom. Yeah, it's like so cute with chicks. Oh, I'm so wet today. Oh, I'm so horny. Like, fuck you are. You don't know the, the meaning of the word horny. 
You have no idea. <laughs> Speaking of uh, horny chicks, did you uh, listen to Scarborough Dude's latest podcast? Oh, yeah, I guess he didn't like us talking about, about that. sex. Yeah. No, I, can... I think he was talking about uh, was Jen talking... from Guelph, right? Because we were talking about jizzing on faces. I think it goes back that far. About... Really? I thought he was talking about uh, during the last podcast tonight. Katie Kaboom, where Katie Kaboom was on talking about how much she needed dicks and how like, oh, she was going to blow all cousins. of us. Maybe, maybe that is what he meant. And there's so many times we talk about jizzing on faces. It's like, who knows? <laughs> it's hard to narrow it down. Yeah, like, it's a generational thing that he doesn't like women talking about sex. Yeah, well... Like, that's weird. Yeah, that is. That's... No, it's super awesome when chicks talk about sex. I know. Chicks. chicks, talk about sex. Yeah. Do it. All the time. Especially if you are trying to have sex with us. Oh, yeah. Unless you want to get married to Scarborough, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then, back off. <laughs> Did you hear he's the mayor of Bluffers Park on Foursquare? Nice. I thought that was awesome because that's where he does most of his podcasts. I, we, we can, like... Totally take that away from me. Oh, that'd be funny as yeah, fuck. Yeah, you don't even need to be at a place to check in there. Yeah, yeah. you just like search for the place. I'm gonna check in there right now. That Bluffers would be Park. so awesome. He would kill him to just see one of our names as the new mayor of Bluffers. Park. Yeah, check in every day. <laughs> I'm gonna twice awesome. a day. I wish I could set up like a script to just do it hourly. Uh, <laughs> that's daily. amazing. We should try to do that and then let him win it back, but just one time. Yeah, yeah. That, that's fucking. That would be so awesome. And checked in. Boom, really? How do you do that? Like you just search the place like yeah, they don't, by they default don't. it searches your GPS and it tells you like what's around you, you can check in there. But you can just search I just searched for Bluffers Park and clicked on it. Now Scarborough is, is gonna know it right now, is it safe? He is, yeah. Scarborough yeah. is the man. I think the too. limitation is you have to be in the city though to, to check in. That's still pretty weird, man. It sounds like Foursquare doesn't work right. Like that's, that's No, definitely that's definitely fucked up. Yeah. Previous tips left for uh, Bluffers Park. The top one is watch out for cops, winky face. <laughs> Left by Scarborough Dude. <laughs> no, it's left by uh, Angie T. I don't think Scarborough Dude's left. No, Scarborough Dude has left no tips. He's such generation. Like he's like two or three generations removed from us, right? Like, how can you not think he's chicks like, talking about wanting to fuck is like super hot? I don't know. I mean, I get where it comes from. It's like. Uh, I mean, I would rather date a chick who's not always talking to everyone about her vagina all the time. Yeah, but if, I, I guess it's different if, like, you're dating a chick and she's talking to everyone else about sex. Yeah. That's weird, man. That's but different. if she's single yeah. and she's looking for cock, if she just let someone, us know. Yeah, if she's just someone I'm a friend with, it's awesome. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise it's just, who needs that, you know? So, yeah, like, I mean, guys talk about their previous sexual experiences. I don't know, why can't girls, too? I don't know. You know, my XO about him is almost 3,000 downloads. So I close. Saw. Like, yeah, 2934 or something. And our, uh, our... Yeah. One is at 1600. It's amazing. So it's at least 1600 people that heard this nonsense. I raped their ear holes. Did you hear the most recent Smodcast yet, Mike? No. Oh my god, it's the best. Kevin Smith does his own weed wisdom. It's so awesome. Anyone who doesn't listen to Smodcast, I'm sure we probably have a lot of listeners that don't listen to Smodcast. Right? What's he got? 300,000 listeners? Anyway, he went back and watched Mallrats, arguably his dumbest movie, again while high and, and kept notes. Not Jersey Girl? Jersey Girl was his worst movie. It wasn't his dumbest movie. Um, yeah, yeah Mallrats is pretty dumb, but it, <laughs> yeah. it cracks me up. Yeah, it's a very good movie. It's just really stupid. So uh, he got so high that he watched half an hour of Mallrats and wrote down all his thoughts and then forgot. And the next morning he saw it on his desktop and he's like, what the fuck is this? He's like, oh, I guess Hi Kevin wrote this. It is like the funniest goddamn thing where he's like, at the beginning of Mallrats when uh, Brandy's mad at TS, he's like, well, what have made this better is if TS apologized to Brandy by eating her out right in the parking lot of her house. And then the camera pans up to the sky and there's a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it 
was Man, he must have been really high. <laughs> it was the most amazing thing. <laughs> yeah, so I recommend that. Whatever the latest, I don't even know what the episode number is. Oh, but awesome. I'll just put the clip at the or end. Or do you of the recommend show. Uh, getting really high and watching Mall Rats and taking notes? <laughs> yeah, we should do our own. Well, I was like, yeah, imagine if he made the whole thing and then. I mean, no one would ever make that movie, but you could make it, like, animated. <laughs> make it into an animated... It would be so funny. Like, just just this crazy shit that happens for no reason. <laughs> this is why I thought of Weed Wisdom. I'm eating a Smarty Shaker on the air. You know what? Okay, eating popcorn's easy, but eating these things? Yeah. That's so easy. It's a chocolate egg with Smarties in it. Mike fucked it up so bad. Oh, God. I fucked it, it up pretty bad, too, but Mike's And, and for our American listeners, that's like M&M's without the peanuts in it. Oh, yeah, Smarties are much better. They're a higher-quality chocolate. So fuck you, America, except Gunner. So Keith doesn't like that I'm popular on Twitter? I, I, it's because today I updated the website with everyone's Twitters, so I was like just making sure all the links worked. Yeah, and then you got like almost 700 followers on Twitter. What is that shit? It's like 10 I'm times a, what I have. I'm a very popular person. Who the fuck are you besides most popular host of Vinyl Countdown? <laughs> Well, you know, I, I'm very. I know all the people in Toronto. I know all the people in London. Big designer. All community. the people in, in Toronto. He knows everyone. Everyone. All yeah. Six million of them. Oh, I don't see <laughs> Mike here bringing us any social media parties. Yeah, yeah the God commandment. Oh, the big tweet guys. The big tweet guys. <laughs> 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 that crazy on the Puma social. That shit was fucking off the hook. No, that's dog. True. I guess I heard. It and from right. the F. <laughs> and from the F, A team. <laughs> and from the F, that's the name of our new uh, comedy troupe. Hands from the F. <laughs> like the kids in the hall. Who are the hands from the F? <laughs> Can you imagine that? We never, never admit what it means, and finally someone digs up this podcast, and they're like, oh my god. We didn't realize after like 18 seasons of the most critically acclaimed Canadian <laughs> sketch comedy troupe ever that they're so racist. You guys want to do that? Seems like a comedy troupe? Yeah, make a TV show, comedy troupe. Sure. New kids in the hall. We the could, kids in the hall the You know, Keith did mention that a few times, and I was like, we could make we could make sketches, I think. Oh yeah, we totally have to be committed to like planning and writing and organizing. Because, and we, stuff need, we need ideas and we need to write it, but yeah, I think we could do it. Yeah, maybe. it seems like I was watching uh, the Whitest Kids, and. It just seems so easy when you watch it and you're like, yeah, this is hilarious, but anyone can do this. But, yeah, everything's harder than it seems, especially video. Video's such a bitch. Although if we tell this idea to Joel, he will immediately ejaculate into his pants. <laughs> He's always wanted to take videos of us. That's true. I still have to put together the music for our, our white boy hip-hop video. Speaking of being on video, we have a live show coming up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I can't oh, shit, I forgot about that. June 11th. No, it's June 11th. Be okay. there or be gay. Now you have to come when you're a fucking yeah. homo. <laughs> it's, it's, it's decided. It's yeah, official. and if you're already a homo, then you might as well come, right? You got well, no nothing to lose. So, I mean, June 11th, if you're in London or in the London area. The it's just one day? Southern Ontario. Yeah, it's just one day. Come out to London, uh, podcamplondon.com or .ca or something. Who knows? You figure it out. Google it. Podcamp London. I'm sure you'll find it. And uh, come see us live. Entertain and uh, offend. Nice. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> it's like weird. It's not a bad pitch for this yet. So, well, that's that's what I wrote in the description on the uh, under like the session. It was like Toronto's best podcast comes to London for one night only to offend and delight you. <laughs> that's good. I like delight, not guaranteed. Like that's the ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll add that. I'll add that. Your chocolate's gonna get covered in peanuts. Yeah, put it all in, man. The salt goes good with the chocolate. And I am just doing these nuts. 
nuts. <laughs> oh, <Seb. laughs> you have nuts in your mouth. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, so amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Put the money in the bucket. <laughs> bitch, can grab a slice. Should we stop for a bit, I guess? I just yeah. said bitch, can grab a slice. I guess you did, didn't you? Here we go. First thought. Brandy's kind of a bitch. <laughs> Why do I put girls in glasses all the time? Opening scene would be so much better if, to apologize, T.S. started to quietly but intensely eat Brandy's pussy. <laughs> it certainly would have been more fun to shoot. <laughs> What kills me is this is fucking like two minutes into the movie, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've taken two hits and already I'm like, this scene needs more pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I see what I've done wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, um, and then I added, right there in the driveway. Or even better, while he's doing it, we angle up on his face in ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> and see a dragon in the sky. <laughs> Has that happened to you? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to see this version of all Oh, my God. I'm ready to go back into Universal right now. We're like, you can't tell me this isn't going to make money. <laughs> Finally, I step up with a subversive subject Try to feed the need for more than just remedial subjects Place my faith in the belief that the general public Will open up their minds to more than just an industry puppet I ain't a preacher preaching doom and gloom Well, not just shit, if there's something I feel strongly about Then I'll discuss it And if I only make one album before I kick the bucket I'll hold that album to my heart in my grave and say fuck it Waiting for the beat to kick in, but it never does. Waiting for my feet to grow wings that lift me above all of these tiresome things that we know and love. Waiting for the beat to kick in, but it never does. Waiting for the beat to kick in, but it never does. Waiting for my feet to grow wings that lift me above all of these tiresome things that we know and love. Waiting for the beat to kick in, but it never does. A lot of my poems and writings seem to start with me waking up or being in a dream or dreamlike state. Now, this implies a certain level of abstraction in my work. You might say I'm keeping it surreal, but I'd rather you didn't. The fact is, I sleep a lot. It's as simple as that. And <laughs> I like sleeping, man. It's a nice place to be. Wait. I was walking along through unfamiliar streets and it felt strange because there didn't seem to be anyone else around. I don't know where I was, but it had the feel of New York, but not New York in real life, the New York you see in old films. I can't really explain why, it just had that vibe. Every step I took felt somehow more dramatic. So I kept walking and down an alley behind a bar, sitting on some metal steps, I saw a man. From the look and smell of him, it was clear he enjoyed a drink, but he wasn't in such a state I felt to be any kind of irrational threat, so I approached him with due care. Ah, Mr. Pip, he said out loud. We've been awaiting you. My name is Elwood P. Dowd. Now, just what he meant by we, I didn't really get. But all the same, I took a seat next to him on the step. He said, you'll meet a few people before this day is through who will administer advice and guidelines to you. Now, what each of us says, I'll tell you now is true. Whether or not you take that advice is for you to choose. 
At that point, he acted like someone had whispered in his ear, which, since no one else was there, was pretty damn weird. Awkwardly, I looked away and kind of played with my beard. He cleared his throat for a second and then said, Listen here, in this life, you can be oh so smart or oh so pleasant. For years, I was smart. I recommend pleasant. Being smart can make you rich and bring respect and reverence, but the rewards of being pleasant are far more incandescent. With this information, I was encouraged to walk on. I continued alone through these empty streets, thinking over what I would have said, but at the same time thinking about how fucking strange the day had been so far. I was in my own little world when a hand was placed on my chest, and a guy said, look out, there's some broken glass on the floor there. I looked up. He said, hi, pleased to meet you. My name is Lloyd Dobler. I'll get straight to the point. Won't take too much time from you. I'm probably the youngest person you'll get advice from today. And you may think a guy my age wouldn't have anything to say, but it's said that observation, that old age brings wisdom, and I observe every single life lesson I'm given. I won't attempt to tell you about how to love or be loved, because you get a different gene each time that lantern is rubbed. But I will offer you advice on dealing with life. It's ups and it's downs, it's troubles and it's strife. Now I'm sure you've had times you felt down and angry. You wanted to lash out, punch a wall and be manly. But the question I pose now will offer you a plan B and maybe some peace and quiet for your friends and family. How hard is it to decide to be in a good mood and then just be in a good mood? That's all I have to say, it's a straight up fact. You control your emotions, it's as simple as that. He walked off then, leaving me to contemplate this brief encounter. I'd barely had time to realise I was being taught something before he was gone. And I was back on my way. On I walked, and almost immediately I spotted the next guy that couldn't be clearer. This guy was standing on the street corner pacing back and forth. Skinny looking guy, leather jacket, tight jeans, retro look. I've rarely seen someone look quite so uncomfortable in their own skin, twitching, smoothing his hair back, kicking the floor, looking up and down the street. He clearly didn't enjoy waiting around, so I approached him quickly to put him out of his misery and to let him start his spiel. Hi, my name is Billy Brown. I ain't gonna give you some quote. Instead, I'm gonna use some stuff that you wrote. Always at the feeling I can never be the villain, cause the villain in the films is always backlit. Always at the feeling I can never be the villain, cause the villain in the films is always backlit. Now I find it pleasing to defend myself with reason, but this clock is always sitting on my back. Tick, 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 then. No explosion, but persistence brings erosion. Like a picture over overly exposed, and like a fox that's been run over in the road and road and. Basically, what I'm trying to say to you is you don't achieve anything by letting the past dwell within you. Getting all pent up and angry about stuff just eats away inside you. What's that other line of yours? If you can't forgive and forget, how's this? Forget forgiving and just accept, then that's it. See, that's how it's gotta be. Then you can fall in love, get on with your life and be free. Almost before he'd even finished that sentence, he was off down the street, hands in his pockets, hurrying away. Now quite accepted the totally surreal time I was having, I rounded the corner and continued on to my next encounter. Resigned to the fact this was some kind of dream or hallucination, I made my way through the now dark street to the one window that had a light on. I walked through the unlocked door, which incidentally had blinds down, a silhouetted figure like a film noir scene, but sadly no signs saying private eye. As I entered, a voice promptly said, This journey's almost over. I'm the only one left. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Walter Neff. The other guys have taught you things of great positive worth, but I'm afraid I'm here to bring you back down to earth so you can live your life in control and be nice. But even that will not promise you a happy life. You may think yourself in general to be a nice guy, but I'm telling you now, that right there is a lie. Even the nicest of guys are some nasty with them. You don't have to be backlit to be the villain. Whether it be greed, lust, or just plain vindictiveness, there's a 
FinalCountdown.ca.